that was pretty cool to uh <laughs> no. okay new challenge can pete transition into this segment without using the word cool at all <laughs> all right you ready yes okay yeah. okay um hmm <clears throat> Mm. <laughs> Two can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast, it's not for you. No, it uh, could be hazardous to your health, and uh, so... You know, you're just going to want to lock this podcast deep in the ground somewhere. Yeah. Put a little radioactive sticker on there just so you don't say, come anywhere near it. Yeah, like a, a corporation like pouring our podcast out into a local pond and uh, you know, <laughs> just goes into the town's water supply. Everybody's like, uh, it was like, suddenly I want to play a two-player board game. And they're like, oh, we should <laughs> sue for sure. We should sue. That's a, <laughs> there's, there's like commercials on Yo. TV that are like, uh, <laughs> have AP, you? If we want more... Did you, we did want you, more listeners. It's not a bad idea. I'm just did saying. Did you wake up with only one friend and uh, have a desire to play an, an Uwe Rosenberg uh, two-player game? You are entitled. <laughs> to comp- you are entitled to compensation. <laughs> Class action lawsuit against us, uh, or well, not us, but big, big, big corporation, baby. Right. Amazon. Right. Big podcast. Big podcast corporation. Big. Yeah, I was going to say that Amazon can't get slapped with any kind of lawsuit. They're they're uh, they're above the law. But some other chump corporation yeah. probably get. Let's let's instead let's dump this podcast in the ocean and uh, let the uh, turtles and fish and whales worry about it. Okay? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then basically <laughs> there just be no no repercussions. You know what I mean? We'll probably just the uh, you know company will get yeah. bailed out if it ever has any trouble in the future. Anyway, so uh, perfect. Anyway. Andrew. Anyway, what are we what are we talking about here today, Pete? We're talking about two player board games, we're as talking we said. About... But to, mm-hmm. Today we're talking about one specific two player board game that goes by well, it goes by two names actually. It goes by the name of Reversi, otherwise known as Othello. That's right. That's right. I mean, I guess technically the one that we've been playing, Andrew, is Othello, but it's really just a right. very minor difference, right? I mean, it's just like the board well, sets is yep. like starts out set up a certain way in Othello, and in Reversi, yeah. it doesn't. We'll go over why that is in when yeah. we get to the history of this game. It's actually kind of but interesting, but past uh, let, that, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, past that, it's the same game. So, Andrew, let's not get ahead of uh, a single sentence. As we try to oh. sum this up in one sentence, Andrew. One sentence explanations. Okay, if you had to sum this up in one sentence, uh, I'd say that Othello is the game where you uh, passive aggressively flip over each other's discs over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you do it. You do it kind of passive aggressively. I feel like it's just like you f- you flip over the other person's little discs. Mm-hmm. And then two turns later, they flip them back over. They say, ah, 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 flip them back over. No, 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 those are mine. No, 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 they're not yours. They're mine. No, actually, they're mine. No, 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 they're mine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Andrew, I say that Othello is the game of emotional high highs and low lows that will keep you guessing until the end whether you are even any good at it. 
Well, that that's very true for us, right? at least. Uh, it's like, man, uh, I'm doing some... great. And then you're like, I am the worst ever. Wait, I'm doing great again. Wait, no, this is bad, very bad. <laughs> that's probably just how we play. I mean, somebody mm-hmm. who's really good at this game, and there are people who are very good at this game, uh, probably don't feel that way. But uh, I guess, yeah, yeah, at least for us, and probably all casual players out there, um, yeah, you definitely just kind of, you kind of just guess how it's going to end up at the end. You're never quite right. sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so what is this game, Andrew? Uh, you, people have probably seen it before. Well, people have probably heard of it we, before, seen it before, but maybe not even played it. I mean, that, that was the case with me. I'm, I was like, oh, yeah, I know yeah. I know the game of Othello. Like, I, I feel like this is the kind of thing that used to come packaged on, like, old computers, you know what I mean, or something. Yes, or yes. like or like a ca- or like those old graphing calculators or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it was uh, yeah. this is one of those games that uh, I think a lot of like pr- uh, programmers take a take mm-hmm. a swing at. You know what I mean? Like maybe even it's a school yeah. assignment. It's like actually make the game Othello. You know what I mean? And we'll see if right. you're you know uh, because it was one of those you know. it was one of those classic computer games like yeah. chess or Minesweeper or yeah. Hearts or something like that, you know. Exactly. Usually on there. They might just we, toss I, you it know, in there. we had Growing up, we had a copy of Othello. I remember it was always in the game closet, way up high. I remember always seeing it and asking, oh, what's that, Othello? And wow. for some reason, I don't know why, for some reason we never, my dad never took it out. It was his copy from, like, when he was younger and yeah. uh, never played it until we decided to play it for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you, did you, have you talked to him about it since? Yeah, I said, do you still have Othello? And he said, yeah. And then uh, I was going to borrow it, and then I found we Pete and I have been playing on an app. Uh, yeah. And I was mm-hmm. just like, uh, this is just easier. Never mind. I don't yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's good to, know, good to know he has it, actually, honestly. He still has it, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, Andrew, what do you do in this game? Well, it's uh, pretty simple. I mean, so if you look at it uh, from a distance, you're, you might think to yourself, uh, what are they just playing Go? Because it is what you're going to see right. is you're going to see a board with a grid on it, and mm-hmm. there are going to be black and white pieces on it, and you're going to say this looks like Go. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But it's different. So you, <laughs> huh? There you go. <laughs> it's not Go. See you later, everybody. It's different. That's and, it. And that's, that's all it. You need to know. <laughs> uh, score is 100, and see you later. No, uh, it. Uh, <laughs> You so on your turn, you just like in Go, you do place one piece at a time, and then it's your opponent's turn, etc. And it is about like territory control, but other than that, it is quite different because instead of placing them at the intersections on the grids, you're actually placing them within the squares on the grids. And the bottom line is when you sandwich um, your opponent's pieces, any number of them, between two of your pieces all of the opponent's pieces in between those two pieces get flipped to your your color you're you know either playing the black side or the white side um, so all and so all of the discs so all of the discs in this unlike in go where you have some that are white and some that are black all the discs in this have a white side and a black side so you're that's always right. flipping it over to your color right? that's right that's right so you can just you literally just pick up the the little stone the little disc flip it and then there you, there you go it's yours at that point now you know, who's to say that the player can't then come back around and sandwich that and then turn that over? And that's right. the whole game, basically. So it's just, you know, it's kind of a tug of war to try to um, about positioning of your pieces and trying to play goes, as smart as you can. You know, it goes back and forth, back and forth like that until the board is filled up yeah. um, with pieces. Sometimes it's it's occasionally, like, especially when we play, because we're not very good. Um 
it can be that the other person cannot make a move because the rule is you have to on on every turn you have to sandwich the other player's pieces like you mm. can't just place one next to one of yours you you that's the rule you have to sandwich um, right the other that's a good point right pieces, so. right you have to even if it's just one piece you have to put your piece in a sandwich situation in a in a in a hoagie <laughs> in a hoagie situation um man this is this is bringing me back to karen too where it was hoagie time that's right. um these are great i love sandwiching andrew no matter what yes. you know what i mean um i'm a sandwich guy you call me the just not the earl of sandwich just, andrew just not two at once that never mind that's a different story uh, two uh, yeah <laughs> two sandwich like kid is uh hopefully doing well out there andrew might, might be uh you know going through tough times you know he might be down to one sandwich kid you know what i mean um andrew we're not going to get into people that were part of your schooling um, i'll tell and... that story on i'll tell that story on a bonus episode Ooh, you're so... gonna have to uh sign up <laughs> to sign, hear the, sign up to hear for the... patreon this is a nice little cliffhanger uh do you want to hear what what two who two sandwich kid is you'll have to you'll have to <laughs> sign up you have to pay for it um but you can pretty much tell from his name that it is a kidding two sandwiches andrew um <laughs> this game that's really it i mean it's just simple it's one of those games where uh there's like three rules you know what i mean and then right. but there you know and there's like no luck involved it's all it's all strategy um yes. because just like in go it's like you just have options where you can place your stone and you're just trying to choose the best one and that's it so it's up to you you know um yeah or like chess, you know what I mean? It's up to you what piece you move. That's it. There's no luck. There's no dice. There's no flipping of cards. There's nothing. Um, it's no. just you and the board. Um, and I guess we didn't mention that uh, when you sandwich these, you know, you're 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 kind of you have one stone on one end, and you you make another stone on the other end, so all the ones in between get flipped. That can go up and down. It can go left and right. It can even go diagonal. And yep. uh, so it's it. There's a lot of usually you have a lot of different choices of where you place your your stone yeah absolutely yeah usually you have a lot of choices that's true but and then sometimes like you said you are out of choices sometimes this is towards the end obviously sometimes you just have to pass because you don't have a move um right not great uh, you know when we first started playing i feel like we were just placing them willy-nilly anywhere we could just and just yeah finding we just wanted to we... flip we just wanted to flip a bunch of things but uh <laughs> you know but eventually we learned that there's actually tact you know what I mean, tactics as well to, like, wh- which things you want to flip and, like, where. You know what I mean? And because you're because essentially you have to... you. This is one of those games where you have to think ahead, where you're like, if I place it here, I'm going to flip over three of these pieces. And that's great. Hey, you know, it's a three-point swing or whatever. Or it's a six-point swing. It's like they, you know, Andrew loses three points. I get three points. I'm feeling great or right. whatever. But it's like, but then if you take one more second and you're like... Yeah, but based on how the pieces are on the board, if I place it there and get that swing in my direction, he's just going to come right back and do this thing. You know what I mean? Or like right. a few turns down the road, eventually he's going to be able to get a piece in there and it's going to, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, you know, it's, it's, it goes much deeper than it appears at first. We learned that the, the edges and especially the corners are really important. Like once you get the corner, because yeah, nobody can everything. sandwich you no one, no one can get on the other side of the corner or the edge exactly. right? because that's the edge of the board. So yeah, once you have that, you know that that's game. guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, in the same way, the edges are nice because at least on one side of it, there is 
you can't put a piece you know what i mean so it like it right. reduces the 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 chances that it can get sandwiched as well um so um and and then and it's because in othello you have to start in the middle you know what i mean like there's a there is um a preset beginning to the game which is to say you know there there's already when you begin with the first move there's already two white pieces and two black pieces on the board um that you have right to use middle. to uh to place your piece uh next to exactly and they are right in the middle so the game actually essentially works inside to the outer edges now it, it can often be a race to get to the outer edges as quickly as possible because like we said it can be strategically you know advantageous to do it but then your partner also knows that probably if you're at the same skill level mm -hmm. so it's like then, then there's that tug of war where it's like you're kind of there there's a little bit of trying to trick them into like putting a thing somewhere so that then so that then you you can do the counter move you know what i mean to that so and then and right. then you have to be like is he trying to trick me to try to do the counter move you know what i mean like it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a real tug of war and um and you have to be thinking like that about like a few moves ahead like what is this person trying to do with this piece placement here it's like like in chess like um w when i started to study study chess a, a little bit more um not a lot uh still very bad at it um i started to realize oh i should be every every single turn i should be um asking myself why did they do that and what is their what it, what is their reasoning for for that for that movement that they just did you know what i mean like what could they possibly right. be thinking of because 90 percent of the time they're going to have some plan in mind um and and it and i really have to start thinking like well, what is it? You know what I mean? Because if I can find out what that is, I can already be ahead of it. You know what I mean? But And if I can't, uh-oh. Exactly. It's a lot of strategy involved, like you're saying, Pete. And it definitely seems like it's one of those kind of ancient games like Go or chess. Mm -hmm. So that's, At least that's what I thought. But uh, I did look into the history of this, and it's not maybe not as ancient as you think. Really? Um, yeah. It was, of course, it is old, though. Uh, the original name of this game is Reversi. Okay. Uh, which we, yeah, reversi, spelled with an I at the end, is claimed to have been invented by two two people claimed to have invented this game. Two uh -oh. English guys, Louis, Louis Waterman and John W. Mollett. They both claimed to invent it in 1883. This is and like, uh, the, what was it, Connect Four? There, or... Uh, this, <laughs> There's 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 always these well, games where, especially the older ones, where, uh, you know... Two people duke yeah. it out for the rights to it. You know what I mean? I, and, you know, some some things that I've read online were saying that, oh, this is maybe they were just, uh, you know, messing around with a Go type of game, and then mm -hmm. they came up with this game. Um, so it is technically, I guess, based on more ancient games perhaps. But, um, yeah. yeah, 1883, apparently they both came out. Like, it started to become popular, and they both came out and said, oh, I, I invented this game. No, they didn't. So they each <laughs> specifically said they each denounced each other as a fraud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was pretty popular in England in the late 1800s, and it kind of spread to the rest of Europe and eventually the rest of the world. Uh, now, the name Othello came in in 1971. Oh, wow. Uh, when it was patented in Japan by a salesman named Goro Hasegawa. Mm -hmm. yep. Not sure. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> close a, enough. That was well done. <laughs> close. All right, good. Anyway, um, 
so this is the pop this is the version that is most popular today it's played in tournaments they have you know it's but it's really just a refinement of the reversi rules and right. like we mentioned earlier the only difference is othello you start with those four in the middle and you have to kind of expand outward from that right and what was the other difference the, yeah yeah wait what was it in the original you could just you could just start wherever you wanted to right i think the first huh. person kind of put it to wherever they want interesting yeah and i'm not i'm oh i should have looked that up i'm not sure if then that means that you have to do the sandwich because you couldn't on your second move you couldn't sandwich the person yeah but you'd probably uh, have to do it so that it touched that one i, I don't know and also right, who cares yeah. because it's like we've left that <laughs> far behind that even you know what i mean Nobody like plays everyone plays anymore, the yeah. othello version now you know what i mean like right. it's it's because it's clearly better it's like when we were covering the, um and we were playing with like the yes. copenhagen rules or whatever and like there were right. other ways to play it but everybody was just like mm, yeah this is the way to play it though you know what i mean like, <laughs> right you could set it's, this it's, up differently but like come on yeah, uh, this apparently is the most fair way to play it, and it's, it's yeah. the most balanced. Um, so the only other rule change was that in Reversi, the game ends as soon as one of the players cannot make a move. Um, oh, in, right. Yeah, and in Othello, the play just passes back. It's like you skip, you lose a turn, and it passes back to the other person, so it finishes when the board is full. Yeah, I think I, think I even played a game once, maybe even against a computer, Andrew, where... Um... I the computer was unable to make a turn two times in a row. Like so, there you might even yeah. get. They, it's like, you know, that that's a potential possibility where uh, it, with the Othello rules, it's it's like if you are just out of moves, you know what I mean. You just got to sit back and watch your until you until another move opens up. You gotta, you know what I mean. But again, right. it only happens a few a, a small handful of times at the end, like you know, one to a few times at the end. Now a key to this is that. This uh, this guy in Japan patented Oth- he patented Othello, so uh, he he owns it as if it's a, like his own original game. Yeah, and so there's a little bit of controversy there, saying, "Well, this is actually a very old game, and you just kind of made up some rules." But it yeah. is an improvement on the original game, so it's like okay, uh, it be- it became very popular. It sold uh, 40 million copies worldwide, and he held the he started he kind of got this whole thing started he wrote a book about it how to win at othello which came out around the same time hmm. uh which i thought was smart it's like kind of like how they used to when i was a kid we played the original uh zelda you know that game hmm. on nes and it's like it's like impossible to beat unless you have the player's guide as well yeah the strategy guide yeah uh so it's kind of the same idea there <laughs> <laughs> right it's uh you make something that's yeah you, you make something that you have to buy something else in order to fully... <laughs> right. <laughs> I like that. This guy was a salesman, so uh, he also started, like, the first... Uh, here's here's a car, uh, and the steering wheel only costs you an extra, you know, $2,000 or whatever. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, give me the steering right. wheel then. You know what I mean? I guess I need that. I'm not gonna put. A, I'm not gonna attach a, a wrench to it and use that as the steering wheel. Give me the actual steering wheel, you know? <laughs> So the he also started the first Othello like association in Japan and held the first national championship in 1973. Yeah. Uh, a few years later, there was like the world championship in Othello, which is still going strong today. Yeah. Um, now the name is what catches a lot of people's attention. He did name this game after the famous Shakespeare play Othello. Mm. Othello, the Moor of Venice, I guess is the full yeah uh, title of that play. Yeah. Um, and so, if you're not familiar with Othello, which I 
to be honest with you, I wasn't totally familiar with Othello no, uh, before looking up this. Uh, but Othello is about it's about a military general uh, in Venice, but he's not from Venice. He's a Moor from North Africa. Right. So he's he's kind of an outsider, uh, mm-hmm. and he he marries this person named Desdemona. And that's kind of controversial because he's black and she's white. Mm-hmm. And so um, then there's this other character, Iago, who is jealous of Othello and, and hates him. So he convinces him that Desdemona, his wife, is cheating on him. And Othello, uh, spoilers if you ever you know want to watch Othello or whatever. But Othello then kills Desdemona and then finds out the truth. So then he kills himself. The end. That's Shakespeare yeah. for you. Yeah, if you ever want to watch Othello, if you ever want to watch uh, Laurence Olivier in blackface, you know what I mean, and you don't want it spoiled for you, you know what I mean? Um, There are plenty of other better, you know, plenty of other great versions of Othello that have uh, actual uh, black people playing Othello, so go watch those. Those are the ones you should watch, obviously. Uh, Um, But anyway, the reason why he he named this game Othello, I guess, uh, is people are saying there's a lot of symbolism in the game. The game is usually if you buy a real official licensed Othello uh, game, the board is green. And so the big theme in Othello the play is jealousy. And actually this play popularized the term green-eyed monster in terms Hmm. of jealousy. That's where that comes from. Oh, really? So it's like a big, yeah, it's like a big theme in there. And it is kind of like you're being jealous. You're constantly flipping the other, your opponent's pieces back to your side. It's like, no, 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 I want those. Right, right. Well, and... uh... And and a big part of that play is like intrigue and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like essentially like changing someone's mind or influence, uh, manipulating, manipulating them. Yes, you know what I mean. Um, Iago, the character, is a little evil bug trying to, um, you know, kind of a worm tongue situation. You know, like yeah, whis- well, yeah whispering in Othello's ears all these uh, lies that to to flip him. You know. Um, into an an insane person to make him lose control and stuff like that. And the idea of like with a background of, like you said, like green with envy background and then flipping um, literally like manipulating the pieces on the board and trying to get, you know, a better position to do that. Um, So that I'm sure this is all speculation, obviously, but that's maybe was part of it. Um, It seems like it seems like, um, that Goro Hasegawa, who named it Othello, had never really came out and said, oh, this is why I named it Othello. But yeah. people have speculated about like, oh, well, I can see, you know, this is yeah. this has to do with I would I would speculate as well that it also could just be as blunt as the pieces are mm-hmm. black and white. You know, what I mean, and that's a and that's a yep. very big part of the, the play itself is, uh, you know, the, the subtitle of the play speaks to the fact that the man is Moorish. You know what I mean? Is is a. Um, uh, an African, you know what I mean, and in a society yeah. in um, in Italy or whatnot, um, and as an outsider, you know, and in Japan, you know, I mean, it's it's a there's not a lot of diversity. Let's just put it that way. Um, and they have a history of uh, maybe like uh, a lack of tact. Uh, to put it a certain way, with uh, with other cultures and other races, um, just yeah. because, the, well, I mean, I'm not gonna 
for many reasons, I'm sure, but um, obviously some of the some of the root of it is their lack of uh, diversity themselves. So, like you know, I'm I would say the average Japanese person probably never ever even meets a black person in their life, basically. You know what I mean? Um, which brings wow, its own so? brings its own problems, honestly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like um, their entire life they go without ever. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, I so yeah. I uh, just again another speculation. Uh, well, you're not you're be, not the first person. You're not the first person to make that uh, assumption because that was on the internet. But it says, you know, that's that's controversial. I guess uh, I don't yeah. know if he denounced well, that or whatever. But yeah, no, you're yeah. right. You're right. That's uh, definitely a possibility. Right. We, like but, uh, like you said, if if he if he never really came out and said one way or the other, then it's all speculation. But you know, I would right. let's just say I wouldn't be surprised if a if out of you know out of Japan there came a you know a thing that yeah. was named something and. Uh, was a little bit insensitive, maybe. It was a little bit too one-dimensional in its naming of it or whatever. Right, right. Well, as I mentioned, uh, the game was trademarked Othello, which is why you'll see a lot of games that, uh, including the app that we play on, Pete, is a lot of games that are called Reversi, which is not, you know, trademarked or whatever. Ah, Um, But they still use the the Othello rules because the Othello rules are better. Yeah, yeah, so... of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's so funny. They just found a, a yeah. way around it. You know what I mean? Interesting. Right. The Othello, and I'm not sure if that's even legal. I don't know, but you know, the internet these days. Well, but um, but Othello, there was an app. I saw an app that was called Othello, and it had the green board, you know, and everything. But uh, that one, you know, cost five bucks or whatever. So I was like, no, oh, I'm not going to download that. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not going to pay five bucks for an app where I put a. <laughs> you know, black token down and it, and it flips other ones and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. Doesn't even have swords game. or, you know, rockets or anything on it. You know what I mean? Doesn't, doesn't have like a fire breathing <laughs> dragon or, and, and you know what, Andrew, it doesn't have like a guy who's going to fall into a, like a acid bath. If you pull the wrong, you know, key. Well, like, no thanks. I'm going to, I'm going to save my $5 for the, uh, you know, <laughs> the Pete, the, save all these great ideas. Save all these great <laughs> ideas for later in the show, please. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> don't even have, you don't even have our pants off yet. Come these on. are these are just uh, now that might seem weird to somebody who's just tuning in for the first time while you said that, Andrew. <laughs> and uh, maybe I won't even explain that we have a segment uh, called Bottomless Apps where uh, we, you know, come up with an app, but we do it without pants on. Um, and I won't even explain it. You know what I mean? And that way, people <laughs> will just be in the dark um, on what right, what perfect. you were just referencing. Um, okay. okay. Uh, last last things about Othello. Uh, I yeah. thought, found these interesting. So always with these games, I've said this about other games we've looked up. How are computers doing with this game? Um, Othello is solved yeah, on a four I, that's by. That's what I was wondering. How are computers doing with this game? Yeah, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, I am. I'm <laughs> wrapped Othello, attention. Othello is solved on a four by four grid, which is smaller uh, than I the one we play on. It's it's solved on a six by six grid, so computer they they know the optimal way to play in order to win every time. Okay, solved is what I mean. Yeah. Um, but on the full eight by eight grid, which is what we play on, it still remains unsolved by computers. Too many um, options. Interesting. Yes, but they do. They the one thing that I said is that they are getting close. There have been computers that have some, I guess, uh, what they the computer seems to think is optimal, but. Um, it's been not proven yet that that is the best way to win the game huh. every single time. I guess there are just way too many, way too many combinations that could be made on the board. But uh, I think it will be. I think eventually, here soon enough, it'll be solved. Hmm. Unlike Go, which will most likely never be solved. 
end. The very last fun fact about Othello was Othello was one of the very first arcade games published by Nintendo really? uh, before they came before they came out with the Nintendo Entertainment System. This is in the early '80s, wow. and then later it was ported to the home entertainment system, and also, of course, was very popular on early computers, like you said. So. Oh, interesting. There's got to be yeah. some sort of like Mario othello out there right mario well could you could you imagine going your you know it's 1980 or whatever and you're you go into the arcade with your sweetheart yep (laughs) i got the uh, i got the sunglasses on that are just like uh you know venetian blinds or whatever yeah yes (laughs) and you go into the arcade and for you know a while video night of video games you play othello I mean, it just yeah. seems kind of yeah. Uh, you just you not turn exciting. you turn Vanilla Ice up to uh, you know the highest volume. You know what I mean? Uh, everyone around you hates your guts because they know that you're listening to the trash. Um, <laughs> and you start <laughs> you start putting those tokens down, baby. Um, yeah, sounds great. Sounds great. I'm there, Andrew. Man, yeah. I was born in the wrong era. You know what I mean? Andrew I was born in 1985. A little too late to be, you know. Uh, Going to the play arcade Othello to play arcade. Othello, you know, as a as a one year old, right. you know what I mean? Just look over. There's a one year old pulling a, you know, <laughs> pulling a <laughs> slot arm or whatever for to line up Othello. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I'm yeah. Sure, it happened. Yeah, it's possible. Um, you know, Andrew, I wish every baby out there a happy Othello game. You know what I mean? Come play me, is what I say, because I will wipe the floor with you if you're one year old. You know what I mean? Yes. Hey, Pete, um, speaking of super fun, wild times like Othello and Arcade, why don't we go ahead and get on our super fun, wild segment called Review on This. Wow. Review on This. Andrew, I'd love to get on our, um, what has been called our super fun, wild segment by Nintendo. Um, It's the blurb (laughs) on on our cartridge. Yeah. Andrew, a review on this is going to be a, a segment here where just thought of it. First, you know, just sitting here and just, I was, <laughs> just just sitting here and it came to me, Andrew. Why don't I go ahead and read a, <laughs> a review from people on the internet of this game okay. and then assume what their life is like. How do you like that? Does that sound like a good idea? This sounds, what did I say, wild and entertaining or something? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it, this sounds great. I, I, we've never done this before, but go ahead. Let's, okay. let's hear it. This sounds fun. Andrew, this person gave it a 2 out of 10. They said, another classic game where humans can barely read ahead. So the depth in practice is shallow. And then in parentheses it says, and again, AIs can easily crush us. Mm, Andrew, <laughs> did a robot write this review? You know what I mean? Like, this is, just seems like it has an axe to grind. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, uh, another game where... Humans show how stupid they are, and the AI again asserts its dominance as the superior being. Also, the AI is super handsome and strong and also popular. <laughs> AI is, you know, AI the best, number one. You know what I mean? It's like, all right. All right. Somebody well, let this, the... this, this review, it, it's, okay, if you're not good enough to play against an AI, obviously you're not, like, world champion at Othello or whatever. Yeah. So stop playing against a just play against another person yeah stop playing against the you know deep blue or whatever the ibm computer is you know what i mean like right um Uh, watson watson yeah yeah yeah. 
Also, the police are on their way because you broke into play against Watson. Imagine that. Imagine you go to jail because you broke into Microsoft headquarters. Um, you know, what I mean, tiptoeing around all the microchips that they're uh, putting into the vaccines. Just kidding. Um, oh, <laughs> and uh, and anyway, you get to the Watson room. You know, what I mean, you lockpick the lo- uh, Watson room with. Um, you know, your lockpick device, um, and then you get in, and, and then you just set up Othello, you know what I mean? And then the police are like, this is a, you're going to jail. This is a waste of your time. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a lame, that'd be a lame jail story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what are you in for? Oh, I broke in uh, Microsoft, and uh, I wanted to play Othello against Watson, and uh, he's really good. <laughs> they were like, why didn't you just, why didn't you just play uh, you know, against your one friend on an app, yeah. and they're like, "Well, the app costs five bucks." Well, they're the, like, "Well, it's reversey. It's the same well, game, okay?" That reversey, Just... yeah. <laughs> Andrew, this person gave it a two out of ten. They said, "Not impressed with it." Mm, Andrew, did Shania Twain write this review? You know, the Brad Pitt of board games. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. So you're a game of territory control where you turn the pieces into your pieces when you bookend them with your pieces. That don't impress me, man. <laughs> Andrew, yeah. this person gave it a three out of ten. I'm gonna let Shania just have that one. Know what I mean? Uh, this I had a person, story. I had a st- I had a story about that song. Really? And I didn't want to. And I didn't want to go into it because it's long and not funny. You gotta pay up, folks, if you want to get that and story. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, I, well, man. Now we gotta. Okay, we gotta remember to do this. We'll do a whole bonus episode of really not funny dumb stories from my adolescence. There we go. Uh, there you go. That's add that to the list. <laughs> add that to the list. You guys got to keep us honest on this one. If we don't come out with it, you got to beg for it. Know what I mean? You got to say, hey, yes. we need the Shania Twain story that that Andrew has already admitted is not good. Know what I mean, <laughs> Andrew, this person gave it a three out of ten. They said, "Cats game, garbage game." Okay. <laughs> oh, this is great. So, <laughs> Andrew, let me get this straight. The the game belongs to a cat, maybe. And also, it's located in the garbage. Uh, that can only mean one thing, Andrew. Confirmed. Heathcliff from the Funny Pages is an Othello <laughs> fan, Andrew. <laughs> oh, this is this this is a Heathcliff comic uh, in review form. Yeah, Heathcliff like it's sucking down a uh, fish bone, you know, um, and then uh, and then making a move in Othello. You know what I mean? I thought this is this would be like this is like that gif of that uh, cat slamming on the keyboard real fast, you know. Yeah. Uh, typing this up. Keyboard That's cat. What they're typing all day. It's just yeah, yeah. Use. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe this is maybe there's a dog doing it because it says cats game garbage game. So maybe this is the dog. Maybe oh. this is like an Odie situation. Actually, Odie I think likes Garfield because he's a big because he's dumb. Uh, but right. maybe another dog that's smart like Clifford or something like that doesn't. Does Clifford like cats? Uh, yeah, Clifford is friendly. Mm. How about the Paw Patrol dogs? Are there cats in that uh, show? Yeah, yes, the cats are actually the villains for there you well, go. not all, not all cats. It's weird. Dogs can talk, but cats cannot in that universe. Yeah, it's um, written by dogs. That's why they're like these dumb. There cats. is one. There is one cat. It seems to be like one cat in the town who they have to rescue all the time. Um, Classic. But then late in later series, then. Uh, then there's like a team. It's like their Bizarro world. It's like a team of cats that all have the same uniforms as the Paw Patrol, and they always cause mischief. Oh, Andrew, I'm going to stop uh, you there, folks. You got to pay to hear more about Andrew's 
review of Paw Patrol. We should do. We should do. <laughs> There's pa- another we should bonus do stuff. Patreon episodes. Yeah, where you, where you, where we just watch Paw Patrol episodes and then review them, Andrew. Write that down too, baby. Well, that's a whole podcast. Uh, Paw Patrol well, episode. I'm saying. By episode. I'm saying though. You know. Yeah. All right, Andrew. This person gave it a four out of ten, and they wrote. Why play this two-player when you can play Roll It to have the same game be up to four-player? Hold me back, Andrew. Hold me back. I'm going to go fight this person if you don't hold me back. Why play it two-player when you can play a whole, you know, similar game that's four-player? I don't know. Maybe because shut up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, that's, uh, wow. Wow. You're you're canceled. You're canceled. You're, you're, You're done, dude. Yeah, you're done. Andrew, this uh, person gave it a 5 out of 10. They wrote classic. Corners are the best. Andrew, I think this person's <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to maybe relay some strategy, you know, about corners, like we talked about being kind of the best strategy. But it does come off like they're just a huge fan of corners, right? I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah. corners are the best. Just spray painting, like, corners rule on the side of a school. You know what I mean? I yeah. love corners. On, well, the school's on, yeah, but the school is on the corner. Right, yeah. it's on the corner of the block. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. Why. Yeah, it just has an arrow pointed at the corner the corner of the school, and it's like, this corner rocks. <laughs> Maybe this person really loved being put in the corner. Yeah, uh, you know, in school, if they got in trouble, they had to wear that hat. Oh yeah, and uh, sit in the corner. Yeah, they love the corner for sure. That's me in the corner, Andrew. It's Michael Stite. You know, <laughs> uh, looks like the username is Michael underscore. Stipe. Andrew... Now, Michael Stite, I do not have a not funny story about Michael Stite, so we can mm, move on. Well, you shouldn't have said that. We could have used that as a cliffhanger for somebody to sign up. You <laughs> know what I mean? Andrew... Okay, oh. Find out if I have a funnier story find out or not. If mm. Andrew has a not funny, not good sign up Michael Stipe story. Andrew, this person gave it a 5 out of 10. They said, low end go. The corners are way too powerful. Hmm. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Andrew, I don't, I don't think the corners, like, are too powerful. I just think that they are the things you should try to control well, and I think that that's the game. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a weird <laughs> right, thing to say the that game. they're like too OP or something like that. Like this guy's going to chess, and, and he's reviewing chess, and he's like, uh, the publishers actually made the queen too OP. You know what I mean? The publisher need to nerf the queen in the next patch. It's like, all right, relax. <laughs> It's actually, the queen's actually just the most powerful piece, and you got to learn how to use it. So, you know, what I mean? that's how the game is designed, right? That's how the game's designed. Don't don't lose your queen. You know what I mean? Don't give up the corner. Uh, well, you know? and that that brings up a, an important point of the yeah. You don't lose the corner, right? It's part of the strategy. Don't you, lose the you, corner. You're in control of whether or not your opponent gets gets the corner most right. of the time. It's right. Like if you're if you're dumb and you put a piece there, then right. they can hop in the corner. Exactly. Like you just have to just you have to play it as smart as possible. You're not going to get every corner. But you're going to try your best to get the corners you can get. And then that that's the game, <laughs> you know? Anyway, um, what would this game be without corners, Andrew? You know? What does he, what, yeah, what does, he want to, what does he want them to release the second edition and it doesn't have corners or something? You know what I mean? Like, just get out of here. <laughs> Andrew, this person gave it a 6 out of 10. And uh, their username, by the way, is Fisher Evans. Oh. Does that ring a bell, oh. Andrew? Wait, this does sound familiar. Fisher Evans is the person is this... who compares games to food and drinks, Andrew. Food. This is the food person. That's, All right, this I person love it. never oh. responded to my uh, my, re- my request to have them on the show. We wanted to do a little bit more of an in-depth talk with this person. But um, Fisher Evans. Fisher but they Evans, just they happened. I was just scrolling through the reviews for this game, Andrew, and I was like, hey, it's Fisher Evans. 
You know what I mean? Um, well, now hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you want to try to guess? First of all, play the fish, play the Fisher Evans theme song real quick. Do that all right, thing. Here we go. Okay, play that. Fisher Evans. Okay. Okay. Great. And, uh, and now, now Andrew. <laughs> I wonder this, if Pete put that in or not. Uh, this, uh, I, I can't wait to hear what it sounds like. Um, this person. Now, now should we should we guess? I think we should guess. I think that should be. A well, I know what it show. is. It's in front of me now, but you can okay. you can guess. Oh, and the are you talking to the, the audience too? Yeah, everybody at home. Yeah, the audience guess. So with Andrew, if you haven't heard, Fisher Evans is a person who reviews board games by just just putting a food is or the whole review. Food or drink in the uh, yeah, yeah as okay. the as the review. And, and I, like how good that that's the, right, and like he may, like how good the food or drink is is like corresponds to how good they think the game is, basically. Right, right, right. Okay, so uh, Fisher Evans, Fisher Evans with a now, six you, out you were, of ten. You were quick I to say, okay, six out of ten, and you were quick to say or drink. So I'm gonna say that well, this person, uh, that Fisher Evans, hmm, Fisher Evans gave this like it's like flat soda or something like that. It's Diet Coke, Andrew. It's just regular. Oh! It's just Diet Coke. No, no, no flat involved. I guess they think so Diet Coke close. is fine. You know what I mean, but not particularly great. So but close. yeah, it is for sure a soda. Um, so Othello so, is Diet go. Coke. I love this. Yeah, yeah. Othello um, is Diet Coke for Fisher Evans. I love it. Um, so it'll give you cancer in thirty years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> whoops, Diet Coke. Don't sue me. <laughs> now, Andrew, let's just leave it there. A chef's kiss. Okay. <laughs> Love it. You know what I mean? I got nothing to say about that. That's great. You know? No jokes. That's yeah, a good review by well Fisher done. Evans. Good yeah, job. yeah. Kind of well nailed done. it, honestly. Um, Andrew, this person gave it a 6 out of 10, and they wrote, I've just never warmed up to Othello, though my wife quite likes it. Note, lost in the divorce. Uh-oh. Andrew, this one's <laughs> a sad one. And also... If you follow that story, Andrew, like now this person wants it back, and now that the divorce is at, like because because the, the beginning of that is like I don't like it, my wife likes it, uh, and then they write like no, I lost it in the divorce. Oh, now it's lost. Like you didn't even have the thing, you know what I mean? Because you didn't like it. It wasn't even you didn't even consider it yours. You didn't even like the game, but now that your wife has right. it, you know what I mean? Suddenly it's something that you cherish and that you lost. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, see, I know what happened here. Uh, this person's quote-unquote friend was whispering in their ear, uh, you know, oh, by the way, I think, mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think your wife I think has Othello been... is. I think you actually do like Othello. I think uh, your wife oh. is enjoying it too much over there. Yes, with her new husband. Yeah, whatever, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, you know what? I do like Othello. Yeah. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. classic tra- Shakespearean tragedy. Yeah, this this review yeah. in and of itself. Is a Shakespearean tragedy, Andrew. That's what I said. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. right. Andrew, this person gave it a six out of ten, and they wrote, um, uh, well, they wrote more to it, but then they wrote, but the options feel too restrictive to me. Branch factor insufferably low. Wish there was a free placement version of this game that worked. I have a couple of ideas along these lines. Hmm, Andrew, if only there was an area control game where you could freely place your black or white stones anywhere you want on the board, and let's just say if you surround your opponent's pieces, it would turn them into yours. Hmm. Well, uh... Oh, well, can't wait to hear this reviewer's ideas on the game they're developing. Know what I mean? Like, uh, maybe they could even name it after a verb, like, uh, I don't know, go or something like that. Or, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, just a, 
I wish there was a I wish there was a game where you could do the same stuff, but you could just place the stones anywhere you want. Yeah, it's called Go, man, and it's better. Yeah, all right, you know what I mean. Like, anyway, <laughs> it's uh, a shame not more people have heard about Go. Yeah, I feel like yeah, you know, know, it's it really is. Yeah, because well, because Othello is more of a although Othello, I guess, was patented in Japan, so maybe it's worldwide, but it's definitely more. Othello is more prominently known. Yeah, it's I think, more well known. In the West. Well, I think it's I think it's just because it's easier to play, essentially. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, maybe so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Here um, in the West, I'm talking about it's more well known. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. No, I mean, actually, yeah. speaking of um, it being well known, like in the East, I, I think you had mentioned before that there are world championships, and I and I think I looked up all the world champions or whatever over time, and there it is so majority Japanese folks, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe that's it's just big, because it's they're usually held in Japan. I don't know. Anyway, but like, there's like, it's you see like the occasional other flag pop up in the in the world champions or whatever. But it's almost it's so clearly dominantly a Japanese person winning it. But anyway, well, it's um, so funny because they're so big on they're so big on go over there right. too. It's like it's almost like yeah they, they have them all. I wonder yeah. if there's like a sector of society over there that just like looks down on the folks that are Othello players. You know what I mean? Like play a real game. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like. Because um, they're like both kind of national games, essentially. Like one is steeped in history, you know what I mean, and then the other one is right. like a, just a reskin of a, you know. Anyway, um, Andrew, this person gave it a seven out of ten, and they wrote, "This edition lives in my car," and that's America for you, Andrew. You know what I mean? <laughs> Some games are getting funded a thousand times over on Kickstarter, while others are forced to live in this man's car, Andrew. You know. <laughs> We gotta have a we gotta well, find we gotta find a way to dist- redistribute the board game wealth in this country, Andrew. Can't believe Othello's living in a car. You know what I mean? And and what a game to have living in your car too. Every time you go over a bump, you hear all that stuff yeah. jingling around in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you're you're about to make a the, a move to win it. You hit a bump and everything just yeah. Fall, fall. I mean, you go all right. Let's start over again. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, Andrew, uh, let's go ahead and start this segment and go over again. Wait, hold on. We actually, we can't, Andrew, because uh, that's somebody at your door. I swear. I just now, heard your doorbell ring in the background. Who is it? Is it Fisher Evans at the door? Is Fisher Evans I finally so. coming to, to, oh, no. Well, it's it's almost as good. It's Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane. Well, come on in, Dr. Fraser Crane. Don't worry. We're just uh, not as excited to see you as we thought maybe it was somebody else. But we are, we're, you know, we're still glad you're here. We just uh, want you to go ahead and help us count down the top ten phrases that you'd hear somebody while playing the game Othello. Number ten. For she had eyes and chose me. Number nine. Oh, I haven't seen a flip that good since we saw those people practicing parkour at the playground. Number eight. I kissed thee ere I killed thee. No way but this, killing myself to die upon a kiss. Number seven. I haven't seen a flip that good since I mashed the square button in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Number six. She loved me for the dangers I had passed, and I loved her that she did pity them. This only is the witchcraft I have used. Number five. I haven't seen a flip that good since I landed that water bottle, and you flinch. You gotta marry your mother-in-law. Number four. Until she come as truly as to heaven I do confess the vices of my blood, so justly to your grave ears I'll present how I did thrive in this fair lady's love and she in mine. Number three. I haven't seen a flip that good since I saw Johnny Cash flipping the bird on my buddy's wall in college. 
Number two. Her father loved me, oft invited me, still questioned me the story of my life. Number one. I haven't seen a flip that bad since Anakin tried to do it against Obi-Wan, who had the high ground. Hey folks, just wanted to take a quick break in the middle of the episode to remind you that Two Can Play That Game now has a Patreon. A Patreon? A Patreon? Pete, what's a Patreon? Patreon is an alien from the planet Pet Petros. Just kidding, <laughs> Andrew. I couldn't even couldn't even keep a straight face through that one. Patreon is, of course, the website where you can go, Andrew, and people can pledge a monthly payment to us, basically, um, it, as a way of saying, keep up the great work, and also, they can also demand prizes, basically. <laughs> wow. Um, and so what what they get in, in you know in exchange for giving us some a little bit of uh, De Niro uh, Robert De Niro every month is uh, things like access to bonus content, um, access to some goods, literal physical goods that we send them, access to possibly a game that we've created, all these things, um, access to just a community of of people. Uh, who uh, support the show that they wouldn't get otherwise. So, um, wow. look into that. Uh, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash two can play that game podcast. And you can look at all the different tiers, all the different um, options for you in terms of money that you'd want to send us from almost nothing to too much, honestly, <laughs> and decide what's right for you. Well, you heard it here first, folks. So, patreon.com, that's P A T R E O N, patreon.com slash two can play that game podcast. And now, let's get back to the show, Pete. Okay. Chess break. Okay, it's time for a chess break. We are going to take a break from Othello to play a little chess in our Mm. ongoing game of chess that we play every week. Yeah. And, uh, Pete. Is it uh, my turn this week? Yeah, Andrew, it's your turn. Now, we were just saying that you, last time, oh, that's right, last time you were uh, trying not to win because you I could have won, Andrew. I ain't doing it. We ain't playing Crossfire every episode. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Now, Othello would not be bad to play every time necessarily, but uh, it's my turn. And I can't can't win. So. So, sorry, we're not playing Othello every week. Othello um, actually probably would be kind of fun to play every week. Yeah. If you if you, if you you don't know, um, Andrew established a rule that whatever game we're reviewing, when we end the our game of chess, that one become that one takes its place, and we play that one every new episode. Every episode, uh, yes. And it would, right. be, it would be fun. It would probably be fun to do it with Othello, but it ain't going to happen unless there's a way you can immediately win during this right now. Uh, no, there is no way. I checked. There's no way I can win right now. So, for my move here, I am going to be moving my queen down to e5, taking your knight. So, queen is killing that knight. Hmm, how about that? Just a little blood on the on the way out, Andrew. I see what you're doing here, <laughs> and uh, tune in next week to find out the, you know, thrilling development. You might be, uh, our eagle-eared listeners out there might be onto something here. You know what I mean, Andrew? All right. Well, but we can't be doing that now, Andrew. We're gonna have to let them find out next week. Um, as for now, I'm gonna go ahead and pick up my phone, Andrew, because it's blowing up. 
Oh, nice. Uh, well, careful if it's blown up. I don't want it to, like, you know, burn burn you or something like that. That's okay. I just threw it out the window. It's all good. It's going to blow up outside. Don't worry about it. Now, oh, your perfect. phone is ringing, though, Andrew, so you might want to pick oh. that one up. Okay, I'll pick it up. Here it is. Uh, what is it? Oh, Ooh. it's an acquaintance call-in. Acquaintance call-in. Okay, that's right, everybody. It's time for another acquaintance call-in here on the show. This is the part of the show where we're going to talk to, you know, somebody that a lot of other shows might refer to as a friend of the show. But uh, for us, you know, of course, that's just disingenuous. That wouldn't be true. So uh, we're just going to talk to just an acquaintance, just somebody that we know. And Pete, who is our acquaintance today? Yeah, that's right, Andrew. So today on the line, we've got Lindsay Smiling, who is an award-winning actor who graces both stage and screen, has been a teacher of acting at his alma mater of Temple University, and is a founding member of the Black Theater Alliance of Philadelphia. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Lindsay. Good to talk to you. Absolutely. My pleasure. Good to see you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Lindsay, you know, we got to get this, you know, squared away up front. Um, Our audience they're kind of worried that we're friends and that maybe that's going to hurt the podcast brand. You know what I mean? And they, they just want to make sure, can we confirm with you, Lindsay, that we are not friends? We are in fact, just acquaintances. We, we are absolutely positively not friends. You yep. all just kind of slid into my DMS. And yep. I don't, I don't really know how this is happening even so <laughs> yeah 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 this Perfect. is becoming a recurring uh, trend andrew where basically our guests uh, kind of air out the the dirty laundry that we simply send them a message on social media and they <laughs> All right, yeah most of our guests are like we're not friends right no actually you guys are creepy for even in fact, talking to me right? yeah sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah in fact uh, i have no idea who you are and uh, i'm just hoping that this doesn't go bad you know what i mean that kind of thing. <laughs> Um, Well, Lindsay, we um, specifically reached out for you for this episode because when um, when we looked more into Reversi and being branded as Othello specifically and why uh, it was that it was named that and and the fact that it does have a kind of a I would say maybe tenuous link to the Shakespeare play. We were looking into, you know, people associated with the play and we and we happened upon you um who are somebody who has played othello more than once um and uh really um, ha- basically has a lot of um great views you know on it that that were that were very enlightening um for me as someone who was just kind of coming walking into it out of the blue basically so we were like man i hope we can get Lindsay on the show to kind of just talk about the the actual shakespearean othello side of it the original othello yeah right <laughs> Exactly. Not the patent that's held, uh, you know, by a, a Japanese gentleman, you know what I mean, on the game. Um, right, I don't know right. if you knew that, but um, there's, so there's, the actual name Othello is patented and that's why you, you like, you, people have to pay money if they want to like name, produce like an app that's an Othello app or something like that. So a lot of people will really? just continue calling it reversey, even if they're using Othello rules because uh they don't want to they don't want to pay the money because somebody has the rights to it basically um and that I'm makes saying, sense in today's world so yes <laughs> that, if, is that make money off everything exactly is that not the most you know uh post-capitalist you know society yeah. thing you've ever heard in your life yes so, so uh so Lindsay, let's let's talk a little bit here about this because i um 
I'm not really a Shakespeare guy. I mean, I, we had to read a few plays in high school and uh, for Othello, when I found out that this game was kind of linked to Shakespeare, then I was like, Oh, let me find out about this. So I kind of just read the spark notes version, but I found it like, actually, I was like, Oh, this is actually a pretty interesting story. Like I, I didn't really know anything about it. Um, so how did you get into, uh, cause I know you've done even more Shakespeare than just that. How, are you, um, how'd you get into the whole Shakespeare thing and, and Othello and all that? Um, well, uh, you know, uh, I started acting in like college and, you know, very quickly people turn to the classics when you're doing any type of acting program, they're like, Oh, you got to do Shakespeare because Shakespeare is theater. Um, <laughs> and, and being a black actor, they're like, Oh, well, Othello is the role that you must eventually play. And right. <laughs> just, it's just, it's just, if you're, if you're black, you, you, you're, you're beep your yeah. destiny is locked in. It's like, like, oh, well, that's, that's the part like, for you. Um, right. So, <laughs> right. so yeah. eventually, yeah. eventually, yeah, it, um, it, it, uh, the opportunity came up to play it. Uh, I think the first time was in Shakespeare Theater, New Jersey. And then I've done it a couple times uh, since um, at different parts of the country. Uh, mm -hmm. And actually it was, it was the show that I was about ready to open right before the pandemic hit. Yeah. Uh, so, we saw which that. was the la most recent production? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's it's um it's a fascinating piece, and my relationship to it has actually changed quite a bit because early on in your acting training, when they're you're doing Shakespeare, you know they they put it up. You know, let's see, this is the show to to do, and then you start you know start working on these plays, and over as you get older and wiser, you're like, oh, there's a lot of problems with all these Shakespeare plays, mm -hmm. and um. <laughs> And how do yeah. we reconcile ourselves with them? And so, um, so yeah, that's, and, and, uh, and there's, there's definitely things to dig into uh, with all Shakespeare productions, but um, Othello, right. particularly now is, is very charged with a lot of, um, uh, it's fraught with issues, I should say. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I remember, I, I remember uh, through my education, uh, the good old uh, New Jersey educational system, which uh, I, I, I kind of say as a joke, but also it is, it is good. I, I, I should, uh, I should reverse that joke and say that is just taxpayer money at, at, uh, at work there. There's a lot of people who will complain about taxes in New Jersey, but the, but it actually does produce a pretty good educational system you know try try living somewhere where it you know it doesn't and you'll you'll notice the difference but um but it, it one thing that i had with with some really um you know good english teachers and things of that nature was that they they kind of went more into shakespeare and about how for the times it was um some would consider it kind of like a kind of like a pulpy production you know what i mean where um maybe not maybe it, you know we we tend to think of it as very like sophisticated now but maybe at that time it wasn't um and so even more so how it's like you know certainly a representation of those times uh for for better or for worse in a lot of you know regards as as, as you're alluding to you know what i mean where it's just like if today somebody was writing some you know, like a graphic novel or something like that, or, or, or something that was a little bit more pulpy. It's like, you would definitely, um, the, the, the feelings and the insights of people of this time would work their way into it for sure. Uh -huh. And so, and so you're right. It's kind of like a, 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 it's kind of a looking back on history. It definitely shows, you know, uh, what life was like back then in, in certain ways. Um, and certainly, and a lot of, you know, um, uh, you know, let's see like gender race, 
uh, economic, you know, uh, you name it. societal stuff. It's, it's all in there. So <laughs> you name it, you name yep. it. Yep. 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 Which is so funny because which, which makes it even funnier to think that some guy just randomly named this board game Othello with all that in mind. You know what I mean? Like after, after having that exchange about Shakespeare and Othello, Othello specifically to, to then turn around and be like, Oh yeah. Some guy just was like, Oh, I got a, I got a game where I, turn the things over and just call it a fellow. You know what I mean? It's like, hmm. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure he just saw, well, there's a, there's a white side and there's a black yes. side. Yes. Shakespeare's that's, a genius. That's, <laughs> Lindsay, you well, know what it is? It's it's funny because when, because so Andrew kind of went over the history earlier in the show and I and I looked into it too. And and they they actually asked, you know, they asked the guy who has the patent for Othello, like right. about why he called it Othello. And they, they, you know, they say that his dad was like a Shakespeare scholar and he, but but they they don't say that they always skirt that issue like he's always like well there's a lot of um conflict between two sides in it and i and and some people even went so far as to say like well the field is green and it the show the play is about like jealousy and blah blah and like green and and it's like uh, i think you just uh, listen it's, it's like yeah <laughs> I, you're not I'm you're not fooling sure. anybody you're not, you're not fooling, fooling anybody anybody yeah, you there's not it's not just a coincidence that the pieces are white and black. So, you know what I mean? They just don't want to, you know, <laughs> the guy just didn't want to get called out for, you know, naming yeah. his game after the 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 one Shakespeare play where the the lead is is a a Moorish um, you know, <laughs> right. Uh, Muslim, you know what I mean? Um, but, uh, and it's like, and it's like, just, just own it. You know what I mean? Just like, I mean, first of all, I probably should have named it something else because like, you know what I mean? That's, it's like, obviously there isn't a lot of connection between the show and this board game. So yeah, there's no plot. Yeah. There's no plot. <laughs> it's exactly. not like, it's not like life where you're like, start out, yeah. as a, you know, trying to get a college degree and then work yes. your way through a family. There's no yes, storyline right. to the game. So Right, right. You aren't like a military man that gets promoted or whatever. And then, you <laughs> yes. know what I mean? Like in the game. And then that's, uh, you know, it has something to do with Othello in that respect. But <laughs> now that would be interesting, making a board game about Shakespeare, like each, like a Shakespeare play yes. themed board game. I bet that you think that exists. I'm sure some theater nerd has made that. <laughs> yeah, well, they've 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 made the Kickstarter for it, but it, maybe it hasn't gotten funded. Know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's I had that idea. I was going to ask you, Lindsay. Do you wh what do you what would you think about that? Like, what if somebody did make an actual like Othello game? You know what I mean? Um, and it was based on. I think they could pull it off these days. I mean, Andrew and I Oof. see it all the time now that there's some pretty sophisticated games out there where, you know, they take theme yeah. and do a really good. They make job about anything, really. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's so, it's so tricky because uh, <laughs> I mean that there's this, you know, yeah, yes. Othello was the lead, but then there's, you know, this old English guy writing a, a perspective of a black man that is so right. not, <laughs> yes. not, not on the money. Um, yes. So, uh, so. Right. So, to, so yeah. to use that source work as something to create yet another piece of art is like, yes, mm, you know like, what I mean? Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe, maybe we not. don't. Maybe we don't need that game yes. in our lives. I, yes. Actually, my my uh, my wife and I were playing as a Sherlock Sherlock Holmes game that is oh, yeah. like that you you know um, try to solve the mystery before Sherlock Holmes and yeah, we we're like just man this these descriptions are all just awful mm. of mm -hmm. like the makeup of the characters in. Yeah, in London, 
you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the swarthy individuals. <laughs> swarthy is a, yeah. is a is an adjective yes. that gets tossed around a lot. Um, yes, for people who have darker skin, especially in that time, yeah. and well, I mean, forever, unfortunately, but definitely that time. Swarthy is definitely one of those hot of those hot words for sure. Yeah. Um, and and now. Um, so let's get into that real quick, Lindsay, because uh, we don't have to get too deep into like, um, you know, your what you bring to Othello, but um, you have a very specific, like unique view because um, you have mentioned before that a lot of black men avoid Othello because, like you said, Shakespeare, some just some, you know, white English guy wrote the character and a lot of black men say, well, this just kind of leans heavy into stereotypes about aggression and yada yada, all these fake stereotypes that people would have about, especially black men at the time, you know what I mean? Um, and control of anger and blah, 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 all this BS that people had in their heads. Um, and so they say, we should just avoid that altogether because it's, it's, it's a trap or whatever. But I've heard and I've read your perspective where you say like, I think there's an opportunity here as a black man to take this role on and actually showcase the humanity of Othello and kind of almost like reclaim it essentially. Is that, is that how you feel about that role these days or? Um, yeah, I, I um, in this last production that I was working on, I was really interested in actually unpacking the world in which he's living in more, yeah. more putting um, the focus on the effects of uh the white gaze actually in, in, yeah. in society. And so um, there's all these systems in place, you know, that, that, mm-hmm. that uh, Othello has to, to reckon with. And like uh, when you're the only one in that system, that's, that can be very disorienting. And so uh, yeah. I was, the, you know, the, the past productions I've been in had really focused on how smart Iago is and how much he can, you know, wrap everybody into his, his um, machinations. And uh, I, and then, you know, Othello just looks stupid <laughs> for, yes. for falling right. for, for these, these lies. And so I'm, right. I'm interested in, um, in uh, seeing uh, what, uh, examining whiteness actually in the play rather than yeah. a black person, you know, what, what is whiteness doing to this person? Um, yeah. and, 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 uh, and so seeing, seeing the effects of that in the play and, th- and that's, um, you know, that's, uh, when, when the Duke says, you know, far more, uh, fair than black, it's like, that's supposed to be a compliment, <laughs> but <laughs> so what, it, right. that's, that's the world he's in, you know? And, yes. um, and so what does that do? Uh, and how does one, how does, how does, uh, how does Othello then, at some point take agency in, in that, um, which doesn't happen until tragedy happens. So, uh, so yeah, so, so that's, that's, you know, and that takes a strong directors, like the other element of why it's really difficult to step into. And even in this past experience was, was quite difficult, um, was generally you're, you're walking into a room that is, you're the only black person sometimes in the, in, in the cast, sometimes in the building. And, and right. trying to navigate these issues in that space is a very difficult thing as an actor in all shows, but particularly in this show. So, um, right. so that's, a, that's a tough space to be in. Right, right. If you don't have someone, if the team that you're working with on, an, on a piece like this is not with you in this objective, you know what I mean? Which is to say what you want to explore with the piece. You know what I mean? It's like, 
you know, there's just a bigger chance that you'll fail at at achieving what you want to achieve with it. You know, what I mean? and you have to you have to know. Yeah. That, you know, and even if they are with you, um, mm-hmm. it, everybody's got blind spots, you know, and and so yeah. you know, totally. if you, if there's nobody else uh, that has is looking at the, that perspective um, or has is sensitive to that perspective, it's it's a really difficult thing to navigate. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because it's like the text is the text, right? It's like, it's like Mm -hmm. the words of the play were written, you know, so many years ago or whatever. And it's like, so it really is a, an undertaking to bring out the subtext between the words that you really want to draw out. And, you know, it's, and like, cause you almost, you almost want to write a, a side play, you know what I mean? Where that, where you really explore this stuff, you know, with your own words or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, but it's like, but like what you're saying is, but I think we can, if we're all on the same page, I think we can draw that out of the original text too. You know what I mean? Well, I was going to, I was going to ask how much like it's Shakespeare. So do you have any leeway in, in what, like, what can you really change about it? Or is it more just what you're perceiving it? Well, pretty much every Shakespeare show you see now is cut to some yeah degree and what you cut mm-hmm. is is up to the director and up to um yeah to some to some um degree the actors and, and choosing uh they can campaign for certain lines to go or be put back in um yeah there there's that and you know and and uh the and the interpretation of of the line is always yeah there i mean even you know you can you can say these these lines the lines are are I always say to my acting students, like the lines are never enough for what's going on inside a character. Yeah. The the words we the words are aren't sufficient enough to actually convey what is actually happening. So we have to get to what is actually happening. And so, um, when mm-hmm. you're looking at when you're looking at a scene, it's it, the subtext. Um, what is happening between these two characters? Can uh, Shakespeare can hold that? Yeah, so- he's, he's a good enough writer that he can hold yeah different different interpretations of so yes, so what yes. you're saying so what you're saying is back when i was in high school really i should not have been doing all that reading i should have been going and watching plays <laughs> all those teachers actually me... actually yeah i my first actually. i read uh macbeth in high school and hated yeah hated all shakespeare yeah hated yeah it. i was yeah, like why yeah, are we yeah, reading yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. but seeing it and doing it actually more right. importantly doing it is changes the whole game uh, actually i was kind of joking but actually that does make sense i, I yeah. yeah i mean <laughs> it's not the, really the meant emotion. to be read it's not yeah the deli- right. yeah right the delivery behind the lines is is so is so much of it because there's it is it is the type of text that is meant to be delivered full of emotion and you can and and everything can change with how you deliver it and and specifically even something as simple as would you say something as simple as like the blocking too Lindsay like the the way that the people stand on stage and stuff like that that's another tool that theater uses to like there's a way that you can block this to where it's like you can make oh sure you know you can make it you can portray things like you can show isolation and you can show conspiracy between you know um, other characters against one person just in the way that how they stand on stage and stuff like that and so that's something where a director definitely can have a you know um a heavy influence on the message of the show yeah absolutely absolutely i mean you know the the famous um i guess seduction scene where iago and othello are and he's like the, the handkerchief the, have you not seen the spotted handkerchief and Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, there's a way to stage that where, you know, Othello is just completely, you know, believes him. And then there's another way where he is 
totally suspicious of him the uh, whole time. Yes. And so that he doesn't right. is, isn't convinced by the end of that. Um, yeah. So so there's yeah there's a there's a lot of uh, choices. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, <clears throat> like if I had uh, gone and read the script for Star Wars, I probably would think it was pretty dumb. So before I saw the the movie, so yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, Lindsay, I'm sorry. You and I yeah. are kind of theater people, and Andrew is kind of just like a big dummy. So I'm we got to break about, it down for him. And, I'm just uh, over here thinking about Darth Vader. Like oh, yeah, <laughs> we, we got to talk to him about. Um, uh, oh no, Andrew! What what's the what is Lando's uh, right hand man? His name is Lobot. 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 Yeah. We gotta we gotta talk in terms of Lobot to Andrew. Yeah. We gotta tell you know what I mean. That's that. Those are the uh, sorry sorry I derailed the conversation. Those are the analogies that he needs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, um, Lindsay, I wanted to bring it uh, back to the board game. Uh, we were talking a little bit in in the green room. Uh, you have played the game Othello before. Uh, you yeah, yeah, absolutely. My brother and I used to play it all the time wow. as as yeah. a kid. Um, cool. uh, you know, we both always wanted to be black. <laughs> so. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So, yeah. Well, and there was a time there where it was, I mean, it went through like, it was big. I mean, I think the patent in, in Japan, I ended up reading an article in, in Time Magazine from like the mid 70s or something like that about like the craze of it sweeping, like coming through America, basically, after the, the fella in Japan around that time had the official patent for Othello. So there was like, it was, there was a, there was a time when it was in everybody's home, quite frankly. Yeah, I had I mean? played it quite a bit. I mean, it was, it mm-hmm. was probably several years that we were playing that pretty consistently so wow. yeah yeah so maybe you you you, you might have gotten pretty good at it then <clears throat> probably better than pete and I. I got i got pretty good oh, yeah All <laughs> i'm right. not gonna brag yeah, yeah. Good. i like it i like it yeah we i were, mean I, we were I, both my brother and i are both kind of uh board yeah like we played chess we played you know good. checkers cool. we played yeah yeah Strategio, uh, strategio and oh yeah. now you're talking now that's, you're talking. that's one of yeah. my that's risk we were a huge actually. risk fan you know yeah, yeah so yeah, let's yeah, yeah. let's get a little more so these these are all good ones here any others uh any board games you play recently or anything still in the hobby at all um you know uh when i can i, I still get go back to chess with uh oh, some, nice. some people backstage um mm-hmm. it, it, it's often we don't actually have a ton of time to yeah do a full yeah. game but that's one you can kind of set and uh mm-hmm. and, and go away i um and then with my nephews and niece we play connect four so yeah oh, yeah we've covered that on the podcast before too a- andrew yeah. and i um famously are are not good at chess at all but we're equally bad and so we actually enjoy playing with each other because it's <laughs> like that's that's the key we always say that's the key to a lot of these games is that if you're bad at it it's fine as long as you play someone else who's bad at it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Well, Lindsay, it's been great talking to you. Do you have uh, any, where can people find you out there if they want to, you know, look up your work or anything like that? Um, well, I'm a, I'm a company member at the Wilma Theater here in Philadelphia. We've got a nice. couple of shows coming up in, uh, what is that, April and June, I think. Um, we're doing, uh, one is the Cherry Orchard, um, directed by this uh, a, a, famous Russian director who's coming all the way over to Whoa. Philadelphia um, oh, cool. to direct this um, deconstructed version of it. And then uh, a production called Fairview, um, which uh, takes a look at um, a black family from different perspectives. So, oh, cool. yeah. What happens that's when awesome. you change perspective? So oh, that's yeah. yeah. Okay. Now we're talking. 
Yeah. Um, do you have, is there, uh, do you use like social media? Is there like a good website to find you or anything like that? Or Sure. I have a very uh, outdated website, but it still works. www.lindsaysmiling.com. Yeah. I'll definitely uh, update that now that I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're about to, you're about all to the get millions ten, of listeners, tens yeah. of millions, tens of millions, Lindsay. Okay, let's talk. Tens of millions. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for your servers to shut down. Yeah. So you might want to warn um, your servers ahead of time. No, but uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking to two guys that use Tumblr for their for their website. So you know, we can't uh, we can't make fun. Thanks so much again, Lindsay, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Um, and uh, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Hey, my pleasure. Uh, come out and see some theater. You get it yeah. when, when you when you can, when it's safe. <laughs> when it right, when you feel yep, when it's safe for you and you feel comfortable, go watch theater. We have to support live arts, um, especially. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. um, all right, folks. That's been Lindsay smiling. Lindsay, thanks so much, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Hey, Pete, that was a great call, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and. You know what else? Let's let's keep this party going here. Let's make oh. it let's make it even even more great here. Let's yeah. let's let's uh, become the life of the party. What do you say? Life of the party. That was a totally natural transition totally. into our <laughs> totally natural <laughs> transition into our segment called Life of the Party. Yeah, where we're going to turn. Honestly, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even realize that's what you're doing, Andrew, until you just said it. Now I went, "Oh, that yeah, is smart." Wow. That you know, what I mean, I'm even looking. I'm looking <laughs> at our breakdown in front of me right now, and I was still like, "I wonder when Andrew's going to transition into Life of the Party." You know what I mean? And uh, that's how that's how you didn't even see it coming. That's how subtle it yeah. was. You know what I mean? Well, no, I mean, I'm still. I was still waiting for it. And then you said that that's what right. you did. And I went, oh, you already did it? You know what I mean? Oh. That's how, you know, <laughs> that's how seamless oh, it was. You know what I mean? Andrew, this right, is, so of course, bad job. Okay. this is, of course, the, this is, of course, the segment where we, uh, well, you know, I can't talk uh, about uh, segues. Uh, Andrew, this is, uh, this is the segment where we uh, make. Can't talk while you're making segues either. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> hey, listen, can't talk, period. Um, Andrew, this is the, this is the segment, Andrew. Where we try to make the game we're reviewing into a party game, uh, even though nobody out there is uh, who's listening to this is going to any kind of parties because they're all lonely suckers out there listening to this one. I'm sure. That's right. Uh, That's you right. know, like we said, proud. You can proud only keep listening suckers. if you only have one friend. So, but let's say by some freak turn of events, you get invited to a party. You know, what I mean, all acquaintances. Um, uh-huh. Can you? Make the party into Othello. You know, that's going to guarantee you'll get invited back. You know what I mean? For future ones. Uh, you know, just yeah. raising, raising your finger. Hey, just turning the music off. Hey, guys. Uh, was thinking we could maybe play a party-sized version of Othello. And I mean, everyone goes, oh! You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> my dude! You know. Andrew, what do you think? How are we going to make Othello into a party game? Well, uh, I think the best way to turn this into a party game is going to be um, – it's going to have to be a kind of a summertime barbecue, okay? Mm. So you're going to be outdoor party here, okay? Yeah. Uh, because, as you may know, at a lot of barbecues, they are grilling. And we're going to be flipping some burgers here. We're going to need an wow. extra-large grill. Yeah. Okay, extra-large grill, very small – these are slider burgers, like very small burgers. Okay. Um, <clears throat> And basically, you're just going to make a grid on your grill, yeah. and you're going to be taking turns flipping them, 
you know, everybody can come around. Anybody who wants to can come over to the grill and flip one over. Yeah. Uh, now I, I just realized how am I going to make them different colors on the different sides? Maybe, okay, maybe well, it's a... Uh, I mean, well, some are burned, <laughs> but you got to... You got to... Uh, <laughs> But then yeah, you got to wait. Them. Yeah, you, I guess that's they're, true. They're that's cooking, true. so it's got to be yeah. two different types of meat, maybe. Uh, oh yeah, just put some meat. Uh, you can yeah, do like veggie burgers some... and like regular burgers. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, but oh, then they oh, got to so be double half veggie and half meat. Huh. <laughs> half veggie and half meat. Yeah, no, yeah, just yeah, get just some, some black classic half veggie half meat. Uh... <laughs> right, then everybody can eat them. Right. Well, make a make like a turkey. Maybe maybe it's turkey on one. You take it. You take a turkey burger, then you smash it together with a beef burger. You know what I mean? Right. Perfect. Or you just take a regular burger and you just get some black food coloring and dip one side in there. You know, so it's just black. Okay. Um, Anyway, that's a bad idea. Anyway, um, you're gonna be flipping these, and then once the whole grill is filled up. Game's over, and here's the fun part. You all have to take turns taking yours off the grill and eating it, so I hope you flipped it enough, and I hope you left it on there enough, long enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Just a, cor- a, you- a, cor- a corner burger just sitting there the entire time. It's burnt on one <laughs> side, and the other side is raw. Yeah. So uh, Sounds great. Who knows how that'll taste, but you know, um, that's now the game. Let's, that's the rules yeah, of the game. I, don't, I can't change yeah. the rules. Now let's see you know, who's, who's racing for the corner, you know what I mean, then, Andrew. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good way to kind of balance it out. That one reviewer would, would love this version, Andrew. That's right. Andrew, I'm going to go ahead and say at the party, everyone has two-sided shirts, two, two different colors, one on the inside of the shirt, one on the outside of the shirt. And oh. if you can sneakily slide up next to a group of people wearing you know, one color, one side of the shirt, and then your friend can get on the other side of that group. Everyone has to take their shirts off and flip them to the other side. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. Yeah. And you all chant, you know, shirts off, shirts, shirts off. off. Yeah. This could, this, you know, hey, this can get as rowdy as you want. I, I leave that up to you. Right. Um, up to you. You can, you can, everybody can wear undershirts or everybody can not wear undershirts, Andrew. Heck, you could even make it pants too if you want to even the playing yeah. field with upstairs and downstairs. You know what I mean? So, um i have um i have a couple tied neckties that are reversible so you could if you want to get real formal you know you yeah. can have like reversible if ties you want to yeah right reversible. if you want to do it at the oscars party or whatever you know go right. ahead and uh <laughs> go ahead and make the tie version yeah the tie expansion you know what i mean yeah this is great it's like that uh, that episode of seinfeld where jerry has the suede jacket and he turns it inside out because he doesn't want it to get wet but the inside is like pink and white striped the uh, <laughs> lining or something inside and and it's like a big he's like he's like uh self-conscious about it or something like that huh. yeah sounds yeah. like sounds like a seinfeld episode yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So. well andrew that's that's it we're we're kings of the party baby um now i should have told that seinfeld i should have told that seinfeld story on yeah Patreon behind the paywall dang it andrew <laughs> come on because it was so not it was so not funny yeah any of these stories idea. that are that are that go nowhere and, and aren't worth mentioning you gotta <laughs> gotta put them behind the paywall andrew i'm telling you if i hear dang another it, one of these, I... if i hear another one of these stories that nobody wants to hear and it's you know and it's on a free episode andrew you know why did I mention that dumb story? Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> Andrew, um, that is end of the party. Everyone's going home, and it's time for us to get to work, baby. Put our work hats on. Put our tie- put our reversible ties on. Get in the lab. Hey, the, let's, and, you know what? You mentioned pants. Why don't we take off our reversible pants right now? What do you say, Pete? Okay, so you're just going to go ahead and 
uh, your segue just kind of like running over my segue with it. <laughs> I knew well, I knew you weren't Andrew's, gonna you were gonna fumble it. So Andrew, it's I'm time for gonna... bottomless apps. Bottomless apps. Andrew fumble right, recovery, getting, baby, and I punched yeah, it right. into the end zone by just going straight to the segment title. Bottomless. Anyway, apps, it's time for bottomless segment. apps. No, no it's, it's, I'm going to introduce this segment. <laughs> no, he's running all the way back to the other end zone. It's got. <laughs> it's a 99 yard return. History. Yeah. All right, Andrew, punt. Um, we take off our pants and we brainstorm how to turn this thing into a hit mobile game app. That's the segment, Andrew. Andrew, one word. And we turn it into a hit mobile app. That's the one, segment, Pete. One word, okay. Andrew. Oreo. That's right, Andrew. It's all. It's Oreo. sponsored by Nabisco or whatever, and they're just the, all of the pieces are Oreos. When a white captures a, a piece, and they all oh. you know turns all the pieces white, you're, you twist the tops off the cookies in the app. You know what I mean? And then right. when black wins pieces, you put the tops back on. You know what I mean? Um, which is, you know, and there you go. Bingo. It's all it's all sponsored by it's all one big ad for Oreo, but it's a game and you know, you get and and it's a good game, you know. Uh Othello is actually pretty good. So you get people playing this game because it's actually not so bad and meanwhile they're just hit in the face with Nabisco all the time. You know what I mean? And then they get hungry for Oreos and they go buy Oreos. I think it's I think it's a slam dunk. Yeah. It pays for itself. Uh, you need and some then, subliminal you know, messaging in there, so like every time it flips over, it makes like a little crunching sound, like a little sound yeah. like you would just crunch, take a crunch, bite crunch, out crunch. of an Oreo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you dunk them at the end. You dunk them. And here's oh. the thing, Andrew. You it, it then it's like two sides, right? It's the cookie side and the uh, frosting side, or whatever. I don't know what they call an Oreo mm-hmm. filling. They just call it filling, right? Because it's probably not filling. Frosting. Yeah. Uh, it's probably just some sort stuffing, of stuffing, maybe because it's double stuffed. It's, no way. It definitely ain't stuffing, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, my 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 favorite Thanksgiving treat, uh, Oreo stuffing. Uh, and yeah. next time I make thing. a turkey, I'm just putting the <laughs> I'm peeling yeah, out just the inside a, a bunch of, of Oreo filling inside <laughs> the turkey. Yeah, go for it. This is gonna be great. Um, oh, that's diabetes. Okay, ooh, yeah, that's rough, man. Um, you do the what I'm saying is you do the thing where there's two sides. There's cookie people and there's filling people or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like the it's like that classic promotional thing where companies try to act like there's a feud between people who like to eat their food a certain way or whatever. You know what I mean? Like Twix right. does it, and other you know right. other other people do it too, where they're like, I'm team blah blah blah. No, I'm team blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like I'm team gold. I'm team cracker goldfish. Well, I'm team pretzel goldfish or whatever. And then they go, right, right, right. there's only one way to settle this at the Super Bowl or whatever. Like, you know, uh, it's like that. <laughs> and Andrew, right. and there's so many different Oreo flavors now. I mean, it's insane. Talk about having, talk about something spinning off and being a whole nother podcast. Um, you do. And I'm sure oh. there are podcasts about there's gotta be eating those Oreo there's flavors. You know be, what I mean, right? there's, I'm sure there's YouTube videos and stuff like that, but you know what? Don't watch them. Subscribe and pay for ours. <laughs> a podcast about Oreos, just Oreos. Wow, could you do a it? I mean, how many episodes Oreo. would there be? Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's tons of the flavors. Is what I'm saying now. Honestly, salute. Um, I I love the yeah. work they're doing over at Nabisco with that. They're going absolutely insane with Oreo flavors, and I can't get enough of it. Um, but it works perfect for this app that I'm saying because. 
Now you can offer in-game purchases where they can buy skins for their pieces, and they are just the other flavors. You know what I mean? Or like the or the cream, like they have like the whatever the birthday cake cream or whatever. You, yeah. yeah, it's only, it's only going to cost yeah. you you know ten o bucks or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's only going to take one swipe of your one entry of your mom's you know credit card, and then you before you know it, you got the pumpkin spice you know cookie. You know. Yeah, ten Nabisco bucks. Um, okay, so I love this. I- Nabisco bucks. I love this idea, Pete, because you Thanks. are, you know, cross-branding, and that's always how you're going to get money. Um, oh, yeah. I was thinking of, with my idea for a bottomless app, I was I had you in mind, Pete, my one friend. Huh? Uh, I know that you – I for some reason, I thought you were going to come into Othello telling me that you didn't like this game because there are no human faces in the oh, game, right? Oh, good point. I know you, I know you love faces in your games, and yeah. this is just black and white discs. So yeah. let's get some faces in here, Pete. Okay. I'm thinking Star Wars. You can have light side characters and dark side characters, right? Okay. Thank uh, God, because I thought you guys, were. Yeah. You know. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I mean, the game has black and white pieces, and I thought you were going for black and white actor actors and actresses, and I was oh, like, no. this is actually misguided, Andrew. <laughs> this is actually no. That's. That's what the uh, the original trademarker of Othello might have been thinking, but no, right, not here. Right. We're just talking about uh, light side, dark light side. Light side and dark I side. I do like say, that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Sith and Jedi, et cetera. You know what I mean? Sith Resistance and, Jedi and uh, Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. Um, maybe we could also go, uh, I don't know, what's another big one? Like Disney or Marvel. You could get some characters in there. I think yeah. we just need some popular characters uh, in here. Maybe, okay, now here's another option. Maybe then it's also like one of those kind of face apps where the app can like read all the information in your phone and everything about you. So oh, yeah. so it 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 uh, looks at all the faces of your Facebook friends on the and mm. it puts them on the discs. Or it right? scans your photos app or whatever for, for yes. faces, which they can already so, do, essentially. Right, so all of the faces... From your Facebook friends are remember, on the remember discs. The, remember the first when, time that you found? I remember the first time I found a folder in my phone that was called uh, selfies, and I was like, "What? Yes, I never created yeah. a folder that was selfies." And my phone just kind of did it. Uh, you know, one of the one of the millions of things that it's up to while we sleep. You know what I mean? Behind our backs. You know what I mean? <laughs> just like selling data that looked, it has mined. Yeah, I never look in there, but you're right. There are a bunch of albums actually. It's like, oh, when yeah. you were at such and such place, here's all the time. We all created the, you the uh, right. We created right. You know, right, right, right. We created the uh, the uh, you know at a at a protest uh, folder brought to you by the <laughs> FBI or whatever. It's like, uh, this is actually maybe <laughs> not. I actually don't like that this that you did. You know what I mean? This is actually unsettling. Anyway. You know what I mean? Like. Back to my back to my point here. So anyway, this is this app is good though. Okay, this app. Here's is, uh, all the times you mentioned socialism, brought to you by the CIA, and it's like, well, <laughs> just gonna say goodbye to my friends now, I guess. You know what I mean? Won't be long for uh, me now. Don't don't say bye too fast, because all your Facebook friends are gonna be on these discs. But when you flip them over, it shows kind of like some of those apps. It shows what they would look like if they were real old, right? Yeah, so it, that's it puts, fine. Like, those I like on them. that. All right, I'm back on board. No. Yeah, steal oh, actually, all my wait. data. If you're gonna show me them with like uh, dog with like dog ears or they're real old or something. Yeah. Now it shows them with the real, old, but actually now I'm realizing a flaw in my plan here because I did say Facebook, so being real old is probably redundant. Whoops. Uh, yeah, good Facebook point. Friends. Actually, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's what it does. It 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 
it takes all your TikTok followers and it it cross references them with your their parents who are on Facebook. And then yeah. so one side it's the kid and one side it's the parents. There so we go. I like to hear that's that. It. That's good. That's yeah. good, Andrew. Yeah, maybe I it's think even we got videos. Two, uh, I think we have so many app yeah. ideas for uh, you know reversey you know what i mean or if the if Goro, you know if goro uh, wants to get in on this we can uh, we can, you know cut him in on we can cut him in on it for a for a price if yeah. he wants to put his official yeah, brand for a on price. this you know what i mean reversey will do it for cheaper let me put it no, yeah let me put it this way the folks who own the othello patent should get in on this just like <laughs> two people could play this game andrew but should they Two could play this game, but should they? Wow, how sure are you that Pete made a good segue into this segment? A hundred, a hundred percent sure, Andrew. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. That was a real. Uh, how how sure are you that two people should play this game of Reversi slash Othello? Uh, we're gonna give it a score from zero to one hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, I, if you don't mind, Pete, I'm gonna go first here. I'm gonna yeah, say sure. that I gave this game. I gave this game a 58%. Ooh. I like this game. Uh, it's kind of fun to pass a little bit of time. Not my favorite thing in the world. I definitely felt myself getting a little bit better at this, but not much better at this. I mean, once we figured out the sides and corners thing, then I was like, oh, okay, that's good strategy. But then after that, it was the rest of the game was kind of lost on me. So, um, huh. And plus, we did play on this app, but I'm not going to go and recommend this game that everybody should play this game with a physical copy because I just have this sinking feeling that flipping all those little things over and over and over and over and over again would get really, um, really tedious. annoying. Tedious. Yeah. Yes, is the word I'm looking for. That you gotta is possible, Andrew. Discs. And it is true. Yeah. Disclaimer, we don't know what that's like because we have been playing digitally. And I know people have said that before where they're like, it works better when it just makes does the flipping for you. But I, I, ha- I have a sneaking suspicion, Andrew, that like you said, passive aggressively flipping them yourself can be kind of fun. Um, oh, that, see, that's what I I'm see. wondering. Is this more like a crossfire situation where you're just going to get your wrist is going to start hurting because you flip all the dang time? Or... Is it a very tactile thing where you're like, watch this, slap, and then you go slap, 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 you know what I mean? Like, and you're like, ha, 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 you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you can really well, like rub the, it in because you go, watch this, right. flip, 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 flip. I feel like there's going to be moments like that, you know what I mean? I'm sure the people who are really good at it have a technique where they use their fingers and flip them real quick. Yeah. But I know with me, like, there are, okay, there are versions of this where the the little squares have like slightly raised lines on them so that mm. they're not going to slide around all over the place. But I know mm. me. I'm just going to reach in there with my fingers and like clumsily like knock a bunch of other ones out of the way and they're yeah. all going to like, oh, what what square was this one on? You know, it's uh, just not Yeah, gonna... yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, when we when we break out your dad's copy, you don't get to touch them. I get to touch them, okay? <laughs> Andrew, okay. I gave this game a 74% sure that wow. two people play this game. You said you liked this game. That, well, the results are in, you know, pulling a Mori Povich or whatever and going, well, the uh, data shows, you know, I mean, whatever. The results from the test are in. You say you don't, but you don't actually like it. 58, that's pretty low, Andrew. That's what you gave checkers. So, Well, I, I'm on record as saying, I'm on record as saying checkers is okay. Oh, yeah. I, okay, fair enough. Yeah. You know, 
uh, you hated checkers, I know, but um, you, yeah. I'm surprised that you like this game so much because yeah, because there's no theme or anything like that. Well, I don't know, man. This is uh, it, it, I think this is just a fun game. It's it's got a it's got a bit of strategy. It's got a fair amount of tactics. So like it's it might not have like you might not be able to get something together long term, but short term and like reacting to what the other player does and everything like that. that, that that's very present. Um, <laughs> it's I think it's visually dynamic with the color changing. You know what I mean? Like the fact that. When you when you when you make a long line, a long a big sandwich, you know, yeah, but pulling a yeah. da- I'm pulling a dagwood from uh uh was it Blondie? What was the uh what was the Sunday funny with Dagwood where he makes <laughs> anyway. Um a lot a lot of a lot of newspaper fans going nuts out there right now with me mentioning <laughs> Dagwood. But you know, the guy who made the big sandwiches. Um that's you that's what I call. Familiar. I'm that's what sure. I, that's what I call it when I when I get it when I get a when I turn a lot of tiles in this game. I'm pulling a Dagwood, Andrew. When you do that, baby, it's like reading a Sunday funnies all week. I'm talking. It's it's in full color all week. The rest of my week is shining in full color because it feels good. You know what I mean? Um, uh, like I said in the beginning, you know, it's ups and downs because it's like one minute you think you're on top of the world, next minute you know you lost all your dang pieces because one person you know. Because you're dumb and you messed up, uh, but uh, but it's interesting. I think I think that makes it very dynamic too. It's just a lot of like, there's a lot of like I feel like there's a lot of emotion in this game. You know what I mean? Um, and it moves quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. I just... um, and, and and like the color, the more and more colors change uh, as the game goes on. You know what I mean? Like because in the beginning there's only a certain amount of stones on the board or whatever. And by the end, there's so right. many pieces on the board that like when you place one, it's probably going to turn over a lot. You know what I mean? Like the sandwiches get bigger and bigger. Uh, hello. I, am I in yeah. heaven? You know what I mean? My sandwiches are getting bigger. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's me doing my impression of Dagwood, Andrew, but, uh, and it is a big, but cause I'm eating so many sandwiches, but it does, it just doesn't feel like you're really accomplishing much. So it's not, gonna, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not gonna go too crazy with the score here. Um, well, that's that's exactly my my thing is that uh, you don't feel like you're accomplishing very yeah. much. That's why, and, yeah. It just felt like I was not like eager to come back to this one. I'm not. I'm. It's like yeah. okay, fun, but yeah, it might I'm be a little not... score inflation on my part here. But I, it did double. It was fun when we were playing it. You know what I mean? Like so, I I, I don't know. I think uh, I and I and I do true. and I think people should get that sensation. You know what I mean. Uh, it, it certainly doesn't feel like with Go, you get to see the board developed and you get to see almost like a documentation of the battles that you fought in certain areas. Like you can look back and be like, hey, remember that? Hey, look at that. Look at the, you know, look at what happened over here in this corner when we were, when we right. duked it out. You know what I mean? In this one, it just disappears immediately because everything keeps flipping or whatever. But um, so that, like, that's less gratifying. You know what I mean? Um, you know, some of, and it, and it definitely like, you know, some of the modern masterpieces with board games, you really feel like you've actually pulled stuff off. Like, you know, you're building all these like majestic monuments and buildings yeah. and seven wonders duel, like we covered, or you're creating like a cool farm and, uh, you know, Agricola, all creatures big and small and all that stuff. And like, yeah, stuff that we've covered before that we really liked this one, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, cool. Well, I, you know, I sure did place a lot of those stone, you know, a lot of those pieces. Good. Didn't I, you know what I mean? At the right time. And now it's, now it's done. <laughs> so, I'm with you. I mean, it's it has its limitations for sure, but uh, but I also think when you're playing it, it's fun. So I I, I would play this anytime with you. I, is how I feel basically. So, seventy four. All, right. All right, good. Well, let's keep playing it then. I'm 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 on board. All right. Um, speaking of boards, let's check out the leaderboard, Pete. 
Leaderboard. Bingo, baby! It's leaderboard time. Where does this uh, board game fall on our board? Andrew, uh, let's compare it to all the other g- games that we've reviewed so far here. It looks like with a average score of 66 between the two of us, that means it is 26th on our list of our 40 games that we've covered thus far, Andrew. So um, forgot to mention that this is episode number 40. It's kind of a big milestone for blaze us. Blaze up. Uh, episode four. <laughs> <laughs> you know, blazer. Um, so, so Othello slash Reversi coming in at number twenty six. Yeah, uh, with so that's 60, towards order sixty six percent. Towards the end, order. Um, yeah, got order sixty six. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, you because you turned on it, Andrew. You know, what I mean, you were a classic clone trooper, and all right, right. Now I know, think it's interesting. You, where it you falls, and Othello though, have because... been through so much, Andrew, and then all of a sudden, you know, the emperor just, you know. Look at, this, look at this lineup. Yeah, I'm going to... You, ki- you essentially over... murder, you know, the game of Othello. Okay. I, I, I'm going to go over uh, this little lineup here in our leaderboard here. Tell me what you okay. think about this. Number 24. Number 24 this is like a whole bunch with 71%. Number 24 is Hive, yeah. right? That's kind of a, an abstract kind of no luck type of game. Yeah. Um. Number 25, did I say 24? Yeah, number 25 is Mastermind, which right. is kind of a strategy game. It's more deduction, actually, but it's kind mm-hmm. of in the same realm. Yeah. Then 26 is Othello. Right. Then 27, with 65%, is Chess. Yeah. Same thing. 28, Mancala. Yeah. Same thing. No, no luck involved. Yeah. And then 29, Backgammon, which yeah. does have dice, but is still kind of a, an abstract type of strategy game. Yeah, it's a good point. So, the, and honestly, here's the thread I see here, Andrew, is that these are all kind of, um, these are all con- essentially abstract games. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. Um, so you're and right. And then number 30 strategies. under that, number 30 under that is Onitama, which yeah. is in, you know, at, at its bones, is kind of an abstract strategy game as well. Right, so. right, 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 right. right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, interesting. interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's really telling for us. You know what I mean? That our top stuff, for the most part, it has a lot of personality and like story to it. In my mind, you know what I mean? A lot of a lot of theme, I would say. Yeah. Um, yes. Because like you know, well, no, Go doesn't. Oh, look at that. Never mind. Our top one currently is Go, <laughs> and that's just yeah. Well, that's that's an outlier. That's an outlier. Yeah. So, but I'm yeah. I'm starting to think that our leaderboard is getting big enough now where it can kind of reveal trends about our preferences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, and I would here's what I would say is what we can learn from this. If it's an abstract game, we're gonna like it probably. You and I are both guys who like abstract yeah. games. You know what I mean? We certainly aren't the kind of guys who say like ugh. You know what I mean? Uh, not another abstract game. We like them, but they got to be real special to really bump out the other stuff. So, well, and they're all in the like '60s and f- maybe fifth. No, all really in the '60s here. Because also, wow, you keep going below that is Mandala, which is pretty much abstract. Twixt, an old abstract game. Yeah, Nefetafel, Nefetafel. very old abstract game. Yeah, Checkers, obviously. Well, that that's getting down into the, yeah, yeah. the trash heap there. But uh, um, Robin of Loxley after that, which is of course. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, that one might as well be abstract. That one, that one might as well be abstract because it doesn't make any sense, honestly. So, <laughs> Connect Four is abstract too. So it's like, yeah, yeah, wow, interesting. The but it's not. The, but I would never say that I don't like abstract games. I really like abstract games. I think that yes, some of these. Right. I think I just think that 
given the choice between yeah you know it's got to have a theme to really to yeah to break up to in the top tiers i guess yeah a theme just adds more to it if it's if it already is a good game and then it has you know a good skin on it you know yeah then it just gets bumped up for me well Hmm. (laughs) hey pete are we cool whoa Are we cool? And I just blindsided you with this question out of nowhere, but uh, are we cool? After playing this game of Othello, uh, are we still cool? How many points did our friendship go up or down? We always yeah. got to keep track of our friendship points here on the show. Yeah. So um, what do you say, P? I said, you know, I didn't, re- the game is not my favorite, but I, like you said, it is kind of fun, especially to play with you because we are on this equal footing with this game. We were just flailing around, figuring it out together. Mm-hmm. I said plus one. I thought it was pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, I said plus two, Andrew. Uh, oh, and, and man. Here's, Come on. And here's why. I, I think not only do we, do we have fun playing this game, I think we, we kept coming back to it and we kept like finding time for it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so, like, we would, like, play it over lunch sometimes. You'd be like, hey, do you got, you know, do you have a little time? Um, and uh, so, I mean, we could have stopped after playing a few games, you know what I mean, and been like, all right, I get it, we're done. But we played it more after that. And I think the reason for it is it's fast, it's fun. There's not a lot to yeah. it, but you can get it done and just be like, well, back to my day, you know what I mean? So, yes. Uh, and, well, uh, it's and it's kind of it, like know, a. It's kind of like a mindless game that I might play against the computer, mm-hmm. but it makes it more fun when you know that your one friend is on the other end of that, you know? Yeah, so exactly. I, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like a mindless friend game, <laughs> but not mindless because you are thinking, but it's like, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, uh, I know it's better mean. than Words with Friends or Candy Crush or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, play it. yes, but right. But yeah, kind of, you know, Words with Friends or whatever, it's like. You just go, you know, tap, 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 tap. And then afterwards you just go, well, see you later. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, back to, you know, I got to gotta get off the toilet now or whatever kind of thing. You know, one of those kinds of games. Hey, but but while you're still on the toilet, all mm-hmm. you people listening to this on your phone, um, why don't you go ahead, hop on Twitter, check us out, give us a follow at 2PlayThatPod, and then I want you to click out of that app, click into Instagram, and give us a follow at 2CanPlayThatGamePodcast. Okay? Uh, so... Go ahead and do that. Yeah. And if you want to, if you're really into it, go ahead and open up your Tumblr app, dust that one off, and check out twocanplaythatgamepodcast.tumblr.com where you can see our chess game, you can see our leaderboard that we were just talking about, and uh, links to all the places you can find us. So it's a, it's a great place. Yeah. So check us out. That's right. And also, tune in next time. Unless you get another friend, hey. of course. That's right. If you get another friend, you can't listen here. So you're going to want to tune into a podcast called... Threezy like Sunday morning. That's where they discuss three-player board games and also Lionel Richie. Yeah. You know, I, I'd say it's really the only place that you can go to if you want to hear about both of those things at the same time. You know what I mean? I, I can't think of another podcast that really is doing that these days. Uh, of course, uh, not since uh, the podcast playing board games on the ceiling it unceremoniously disappeared, Andrew. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was the... Yeah, that was... Uh, Ever since that, that one, really uh, rough. you know went off the grid suddenly you know there's only the one left they didn't even get to have like a finale episode or whatever it's kind of sad yeah <laughs> just doing the eulogy for uh playing board games on the ceiling you know what i mean it was a good podcast uh, survived by you know, 
know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? 